श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्मा तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव नम मेडिटेशन इज अ जर्नी which doesn't involve space and time meditation is a journey <coughs> which doesn't involve efforts meditation is a journey where you don't reach anywhere and the most important thing meditation is not an action it is not a verb it is a noun it is an experience normally <clears throat> we understand meditation is an action therefore let us do meditation so when you will do meditation <clears throat> you will start and end and how long can you do meditation 1 hour 2 hour 3 hour 4 hours what thereafter therefore the first misgiving about meditation is that we are doing meditation no we don't do meditation now the second thing <coughs> we have to live in the points of meditation 24/7 that is meditation normally what happens we do meditation for half an hour and rest of the day frustration no meditation is a continuous unbroken uncreated unending experience and it is for this purpose we have to have a clear picture exactly what we mean by meditation <coughs> like when we have to reach any destination we use the gps and in that gps two points should be very clear the point of origin and the destination in the same manner in the journey of meditation what is the point of origin this we must know and what is the destination where we have to reach these two points are not clear our meditation becomes <clears throat> searching for a black rat in a dark room at night in amavasya by a blind man where the rat did not exist that becomes our meditation and thereafter only complaints see whenever i sit for meditation too many thoughts come what should i do don't do meditation relax see? meditation doesn't make us extraordinary we lose all the extra and remain ordinary see so 
what is this meditation meditation we talk about so the first step living in meditation is we have to give up our old thinking pattern our thinking pattern is complaints And this is because Patanjali in his Yoga Shastra said, Yoga ha chitta vritti niroda. You ask any yogi on the earth, has he achieved perfect freedom from thought process? And what is yoga? Chitta vritti niroda. It will never happen because it is not necessary. Will we go to the ophthalmologist and tell, Sir, when I open my eyes, I can see the things properly. He says, Why you have come? You are normal. If you can't see, then it's a problem. We go to the ENT1 and tell the doctor, I can hear perfectly all right with my ears. Then why you have come? Go away. You don't have any problem. Now go one step further. If we complain, about the thoughts in the mind. There are too many thoughts in the mind. Should the thoughts come in the nose or what? Thoughts have to come in the mind. If you are not able to think, then there is a problem. So thinking is not a problem. Thoughts are not a problem. It is getting carried away by the thoughts is a problem. So instead of struggling, yoga ha chitturti nirodaha, instead of that, let us clearly understand <coughs> that to whom the thoughts are occurring. So the point of origin in your meditation. Who is doing meditation? And what is the destination that he has to reach? So, the one who is doing meditation is a virtual reality. Somebody. And the destination that we have to reach is the actual reality. So, meditation is a journey from the virtual to the actual. Therefore, <coughs> we have to analyze our experiences and learn from them and slowly meditation will start happening. See. Take one example. I am one. I become a son because of my father. So if my father is around, how I will be known to the world? I am his son. If my wife is around, how I will be known? He is her husband. If my son is around, how I will be known? I am his father. Have I become three? I am only one. So one is, three became. And who is disturbed? Who is miserable? It is the son who is miserable 
because of the father, it is the husband who is miserable because of the wife, it is the father who is miserable because of the son. These basic things we are not aware of. See, my friends, without these basics, we simply keep us together. It's not going to help. So we go one step further. How these people are born, how the son is born, how the husband is born and how the father is born. They are born after our association with the three conditions. First condition is father, second condition is wife, third condition is son. Now, <clears throat> when we go to sleep, deep sleep, that time, where these people go? Where is the son? Where is the husband? And where is the father? They are not there. But we are there. We have no experience of our absence. Therefore, who am I then? I am the one who is carrying the burden of these three. The son, husband and the father. And they are not real. Without understanding this, we sit for meditation. Now, when we sit for meditation, as what? If I sit for meditation as a husband, who will be my Ishta Devata? Belandivi. Think. If I sit for meditation as a son, whom I will think about? Father. And then, as a husband, I don't want to think. You cannot stop it. So, what is the culprit then? Culprit is body identification. So, what is the destination now in our GPS? From somebody to nobody. Somebody is all these bodies. And a nobody is only when we are not identified with the body. So what should be the first step in meditation? Attain freedom from body identification. With reference to body, three things are biggest hurdle for everybody in the world. No exception. The three things are alasya, laziness, nidra, uncontrolled sleep, pramad, the ability to repeat the same mistake more efficiently day by day. Three things. A person who can't leave the bed early in the morning of his own choice, what can he achieve in life? 
lazy person can achieve nothing in life. One has to get out of it. And what is laziness? The burden of body identification. No, I think I'll sleep. No, it is not a round figure. It is, you know, you know 529. Let it be 530. <coughs> How much we are under the influence of this body, body, body. And now, as a result of this, giving undue importance to the body, all our yoga is only for the health, the figure, and the longevity. Beyond that, we are not able to go. What will you do with the healthy body? Now you are all healthy, I am also healthy. What next? What else? Healthy body, long life cannot be the goal of life. Therefore, by sheer grace, difficulties come in our life. When the difficulties come, then we pause. Like when the red signal comes, we pause. And then we look around, wait for the signal to go green, and then we move slowly. Exactly the same way. In the journey of our life, everything is goody, 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 goody. Who has time for anything else? And one day suddenly something happens which we never expected. And then we are on the crossroads. And then I have not done anything bad to anybody. Why this is happening to me? So the direction of thinking now changes. So what is the understanding of this all discussion? Problems are born because of wrong thinking. And second thing, the problems are always to somebody. For the nobody, no problems. For somebody, some problems. Just try this. As somebody, don't think. Now, you are all married. As a husband or a wife, try not to think about the wife and husband when you sit for meditation. cannot stop. Contrary to that, remain as nobody for some time. Play nobody, nobody.
See how effortlessly you were at home. Now this we have to work it out. So how the somebody is born? Somebody is born after body identification. So what should be the first destination in our GPS search? Freedom from body identification. So if you are doing asana, if you are doing pranayam, if you are doing anything, and if it leads to freedom from body identification, you are on the right track. If that is not happening, then whatever you are doing, is only adding one more feather. I do this, I do this, I do this meditation also. See my friends, therefore, like most of the people do meditation and start with wherever we are. So we are at this moment identified with the body. So we start from the body. Now, according to Patanjali, asana is sthira sukham asana. Sthira, stable, is an adjective to sukham. It is not an adjective to the posture. Sthira sukham, that is called as asana. Nowhere it is mentioned in Patanjali Yoga Darshan, if you study, twisting body is the asana. But you see throughout the world, yoga means what? Twist the body. Take this leg there, this leg there, this leg, all kinds of acrobatic. And that becomes the yoga. Patanjali must be turning in his grave. Come on, I never said like this. So, we have to get rid of body identification. This is the goal. Now, Sthira Sukham. Steadily happy and happily steady. How it can be? We can't sit in one posture for half an hour. Constantly moving here, moving there. You will see all the yoga people. They do so much of yoga, 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 but they can't sit in one posture for the whole lecture. They'll be testing and twisting half a dozen times. Constant attention on the body. Many times it happens that when we get up in the morning, our neck has become twisted and we can't get up. Oh God, too much of pain. Because at night our neck might have been hanging somewhere and we are not identified with the body, so no pain. To that extent, while living in day-to-day life, we have to attain freedom from body identification. And for that purpose, what is the effortlessness? Patanjali gives the technique also. How to attain steady happiness? Patanjali says, Prayatna Shaitilya Ananta Samapatyamyam. Praetna Shaitilya means 
minimum efforts. Once we said no efforts. Effortlessness is the sign of health. A person who is putting efforts is not healthy. For example, those who are hard of hearing, they have to put efforts to listen to. As a result, they get tired. Therefore, those who get tired in life, they have been putting too much of efforts because they are not normal. And why we put efforts? Because we have become somebody. Then we have to prove to the world, I get up early morning, I do meditation, I don't eat knowledge every now. Ram, 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 Ram. To whom are we cheating in life? See, my friends, don't struggle in meditation. Wherever they, they struggle, we are going the wrong way. So, how to attain freedom from efforts when we sit for meditation? Now, this tripod you see, it is steady. Now, what is the reason? Because the center of gravity is exactly in the center. If the center of gravity displaces, then it will collapse, fall down. Same way when we are sitting for meditation, where should be the center of gravity? It's called as the sitting bones or the pin points or pin bones or the ischai points of the pelvic bone. Many times when we sit for meditation, our weight of the body goes on one or the other leg. We are not sitting straight, either left side or right side. Then that side, the vessels are compressed, the lymph doesn't go back, then there is a numb feeling, pain begins, then we shift to the other side to relieve this side and then the same thing happens to that side and then our whole meditation or sitting is only changing the postures. On the contrary, if we technically understand clearly, it is such a manner, once the body is kept, you are out of the body, no more thought of body. See? And this is possible when this posture is technically, geometrically perfect. So when we are sitting, let the weight of our body land on this pin bone, sitting bones. <coughs> <coughs> And for that, if it is required, move the, your legs, little opening them in the cross legged or closing. See that the weight of your body lands only on these two pin bones. That is important. Then the second thing comes about our hands. Now we have to keep the hands. If you keep the hands in like a yogic posture for a photograph, after some time, the hands will pull the body forward 
and then instead of an exclamation, we become a question mark. So keep your hands, these lower three fingers interlock, then index finger to index finger, thumb to thumb and put it in your lap, relax way, no tension. Now the goal should be very clear. Goal should be <coughs> freedom from body identification. Don't get lost. I have seen the light and I have heard the sound. No, no. There is nothing to do with it. We have to attain freedom from body identification. So if we are sitting like this perfectly well, The ideal posture has three qualities. Base is firm <coughs> vertically, the body is steady, and third, the body is hundred percent relaxed. Now, if you observe first two things have happened to you. The base is firm, vertically the body is not rocking or swinging. Now the third thing is relaxing the body. In fact, body doesn't have tension. It is the mind which is tense. Because in the bag of the mind is the pumpkin of the body. When in a carry bag we keep something and lift the bag, the contents are not tense. The bag carrying it is tense. Similarly, our mind is the bag which is carrying the burden of the body and therefore it is tense. Now, how the mind is carrying the burden of the body? Mind is only one for all of us. There are no different minds. Like earth is one for us, air is one for us, fire is one for us. Exactly the same way. Mind is one for us. Now, this mind takes the shape of the particular body. Now to understand is, if you just observe, there is one light. Lights are not many. That one light has taken the shape of individual bodies. So only those bodies are illuminated. In between also there is a light. But because there is no object, so light without a shape and a form cannot be seen. Exactly the same way. Mind is one, like the light, and that mind has taken the shape of a particular body, and thereafter somebody is born. 
if we all move from here, the light will have no loss. If few more people come, there won't be any burden to the light. So, our mind, which has taken the shape of the body, thereafter, I am body notion happens. And after the body identification, then the second generation, 2G scam begins. Thereafter, I am mother, father, brother, sister, husband, wife, etc. And these are the guys who don't exist, but make us suffer. Think. Therefore, we have to get rid of the body identification. See, this is clear. Now, sit as I told you, see that the weight of your body is properly on the pin bones. Your hands are in your lap. And before we take the next step, some psychological adjustments are to be made. First psychological adjustment, we are happy. We are not here under compulsion. We are not here to get something. But we are here to learn from our own experience. Whenever we engage ourselves happily in anything, we cannot get tired. We are not bored. And we are fully available. First psychological adjustment. Second thing, in our heart is our Guru and the beloved Lord. The Lord protects us from within. Guru guides us from within. Therefore, there is neither fear of any kind, nor there is a question to ask what next. The Guru will guide us from within, if we are available to Him. Now the third adjustment, at this moment, we have to take the position of Mr. Nobody. Now, who is a nobody? He who doesn't have any past. So, when we take the position of nobody, we have no past. We are in the utter present as nobody. 
fourth adjustment let us not plan anything what we will do after meditation this will block the future so when the past is blocked by remaining as nobody when the future is blocked the mind has no reason to go away now we are in the utter present in the utter present our mind will try to compare the things so these three things are consciously taken care of no talking thinking discussing about our past not solving the non existing problems of the future called as worry and in the present no comparisons now our psychological adjustment is complete now if you observe your own body at the base it is firm vertically it is steady now we will relax the body when we will give instructions don't come in between how to do that your body will understand relax the head muscles relax the forehead relax the eyebrows relax the eyelids let there be no pressure on the eyeballs don't try to see anything let the focal length be to the infinite relax the nose lips chin relax the facial muscles the ears relax the neck from the front road side below both ears and the nape side the back side of the neck hang down the shoulders they are unnecessarily lifted up it is here the ego is sitting 
relax the shoulder joints, relax the upper arms, elbows, relax the lower arms, wrists, palms and fingers. Relax, relax, relax. Now let us pause for a moment. If you see the body, it is divided in two parts. Relax and not yet relaxed. The relaxed areas are having Minimum muscle tension, less muscle tone. The weight of our own hands has increased in our lap. The index fingers and thumbs are pressing hard against each other without our efforts. And the rest of the body is having muscle tone and a bit of tension. Observe this difference between the relaxed and the unrelaxed body. Now come back to your shoulders. Let us relax the chest muscles, go downwards towards diaphragm, abdomen, relax, relax, go right down up to the floor, relax, relax, relax. Now relax the sides below the shoulders, both sides go downward, slowly relax, relax. Now come to the neck, along the spine And the back muscles go downward slowly and relax. Thoracic region, lumbar region, right up to the pin bones. Now second observation. The weight of our body has increased on the pin bones. Sometimes one may get pulsation feelings there. 
because the weight of the body has increased. Relax the hip joints. Relax the thighs, knees. Relax the calf muscles. Ankles. Now, as if you have come out of your body and therefore you don't have any shape. Like so many bodies are sitting here, there is one which we claim to be us and ours. There is no logic, there is no reason. Now take the front view of your body. Don't forget you are in front of your body, outside the body. And take the front view from the top to the bottom. Go downwards from the head and if there are some tensions somewhere on the way, iron them out. Go to the right side of your body. Don't forget you are outside the body. Take the right view of the body. The right side of the head, the right ear, right side of the neck and thus go slowly downwards right up to the right hip joint. And relax if you come across tension patches. Now go to the back side of the body. back side of the head, neck, go downward slowly like we wipe the body with a towel. 
you are outside the body. The body is just an object of your knowledge. Go downwards, right up to the hip joints and the pinpoints. Now come to the left side of the body. On the left side you see little more tension patches because the other three sides are fully relaxed. Repeat the same process from the top to the left side up to the left hip joint. Well done. Now come in front of your body and let us observe what has happened. The first and the most important thing, the shape, the size, the contour line of the body has almost disappeared. The mind is not having any particular shape. The breathing is extremely slow and shallow. And the concept of inside the body and outside the body has disappeared. The experience is like when the pot breaks, inside the pot or outside the pot, this illusion disappears. Similarly, the knowledge is happening, but it is not in relation to anybody.
because there is no reference of anybody, there is no thought formation. If any thought comes, you can trace it, it goes to somebody. The origin of thoughts is somebody. Let us remind we are nobody. By old habits, thoughts will come. Immediately remind yourself, not now, later.
the moment you concentrate on anything, mind is born. Therefore, don't concentrate on anything. Remain relaxed.
the moment you become aware, thought process stops. We get carried away by some theme. And the theme happens to somebody. So insist, not now, later.
do not fight with the mind. Just educate the mind, not now, later. Thought-free mind is consciousness. Thoughts are always about other. When the thought process is arrested, through wisdom and understanding, Or experiences like that of the sleep without going to sleep.
do not react to the thoughts. Is it the best time we can learn how to remain indifferent in life? When there is somebody born, thoughts come. When we give importance to something or somebody, thoughts come. Being nobody, we are not identified with the past and the body. and not reacting to any thought, but educating will slowly pull down the momentum of thoughts gathered in the mind. Take deep breath slowly two, three times. And see how the mind is including the body in its womb. Basically, the mind is formless. When it takes the shape of the body immediately, individuality is born and further this body identification is divided in to many depending upon the upadhi or the conditionings through which we are operating. And thus out of the formless one Many form pools are born. Move your toes and fingers slowly, not violently. Now the concept that I am inside the body and the world is outside has become real. And the samsara begins. 
offer everything at the feet of the Lord. Don't make any memory of this experience. It is not a bhoga, it is a yoga. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnahat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om